Good afternoon and welcome to our series upon the subject of life's big questions. The first topic we will explore is in two parts under the general theme of is the Bible a message from a God I can't see? We will look at accurate long-term predictions and as I said we will split this session into two parts. So this session is uh, part one. Well, we've all seen castles in various conditions. They can be virtually intact or ruins or just a few foundation stones in the ground. And the same applies to cities and nations. Some seem to thrive and prosper while others decline or they disappear altogether. Who could have predicted the future of any particular city or nation? As we shall see in this section, the Bible prophets have done just that and got it right every time. If we are to be satisfied that predictions are accurate, we must be sure we know when the predictions were written down. Historians agree that in the 3rd century BC, Ptolemy II, the king of Egypt, asked for a Greek translation of the Old Testament for the Great Library in Alexandria. The earliest writer who gives an account of this translation, the Septuagint version, is Aristobulus, a Jew who lived at the start of the 2nd century BC. It is therefore reasonable to assume that the original manuscripts of the Old Testament were in existence in the 3rd century before Christ. Most of the predictions we will look at were fulfilled after this time. So we will look at predictions relating to several nations and cities. We shall see that they are clear and precise. There is no doubt what they mean. They are, have been known to be written down before the event. They are 100% accurate and they are written by people who had no power to make them to come true. They were fulfilled by people who were not aware that they were doing so. And we shall also see that the contrasting fortunes are predicted for different cities and nations, but that the Bible writers made the correct prediction every time. Finally, we shall contrast this with how the people today attempt to foretell the future. And again, we'll see how remarkable the Bible predictions are in contrast to man's effort at predicting the future. Well, the superpowers which led to modern Europe, the prophet Daniel records a dream which the king of Babylon had. It gave an overview of the superpowers which led to modern Europe. Daniel told the king what the dream meant and he outlined what would happen for two and a half thousand years following the fall of the superpower of his day, that of Babylon. Now, the map on the screen shows the extent of the Babylonian Empire. The grandeur of ancient Babylon can be seen from this recreation of the Ishtar Gate, built in the 1930s with tiles from the site of ancient Babylon. It was dedicated to Ishtar, the goddess of love and war, 
It was built with glazed blue tiles with alternating rows of dragons and bulls. The dragons were a tribute to Marduk, the god of water, vegetation, judgment and magic. The bulls were dedicated to the rain god Adad. The prophet Daniel told the king of Babylon, After you, another kingdom will rise inferior to yours. Next, the third kingdom, one of bronze, will rule over the whole earth. And finally, there will be a fourth kingdom. And Daniel 2 verse 39 and 40 says, The first prediction Daniel made was that after you, another kingdom will arise, inferior to yours. And the Babylonian Empire was conquered by the Medo-Persian Empire. And this empire was built up by Cyrus the Great and spanned three continents. The empire was larger in area than the Babylonian Empire, but the king shared the power of government with other people, so his power was inferior to that of the king of Babylon, whose sole word was law throughout his empire. These are the ruins of the city of Persopolis in Iran, which served as the capital of the Persian Empire for several generations. The city was built during the reign of Darius I. Ruins of a number of colossal buildings exist on this site. All are constructed of dark grey marble. Fifteen of their pillars stand intact. Three more pillars have been re-erected since 1970. The next part of Daniel's prediction was, Next, a third kingdom will rule over the whole earth. It was in 331 BC that the famous Greek general Alexander the Great defeated the Persian army. The Parthenon, a temple dedicated to Athena, located on the Acropolis in Athens, indicates the culture and sophistication of the Greek Empire. The Greeks have had a great influence on our world in many areas, such as language, politics, the educational systems and philosophy, the science and the arts. Daniel went on to say, finally, there will be a fourth kingdom. And it was around 150 BC that the Roman power began to overcome the Greek power. And in the next few years, the Roman power expanded and replaced the Greek empire. And because of the Roman empire's vast extent and long endurance, its influence upon the language, religion, architecture, philosophy, law and government of nations around the world lasts even to this day. The Roman Empire reached as far as England, and the picture we have on the screen shows part of Hadrian's Wall, which protected the northern extent of the Roman Empire. Begun in AD 122, the wall is a stone or turf and timber fortification 73 miles or 117 kilometres long. Built by the Romans across the width of what is now northern England, from Newcastle upon Tyne to Carlisle. It was the main northern defensive barrier for up to 10,000 Roman troops until their withdrawal from Britain. Daniel told the king that the fourth kingdom will be a divided kingdom and will not remain united, Daniel 2 verse 41 and 43. 
and we can see that Daniel was predicting that the fourth superpower would not be conquered by another, but would fall apart and become divided. The Roman superpower disintegrated into a number of smaller powers, and the map shows how the Roman Empire split into east and west before being invaded by several tribes. The invasions from all sides caused conflict and division, which eventually resulted in the nations of modern Europe. Babylon was the most powerful nation of its day. It was the equivalent of, well, I guess America as the latter-day power in this world. It would take a brave person to predict in our days that America would be superseded by three more superpowers and that it will not be as, uh, superseded by a fifth. But Daniel made a similar prediction that was 100% correct. Four consecutive superpowers, each overthrowing the previous one. Rome, the fourth superpower, was not to be conquered by another, and it would fragment and become many nations. And that's astounding. But it doesn't finish there. Take the Middle East and the nations uh, there. For instance, Egypt. The picture on the screen shows the magnificent ruins of the temple at Karnak, part of the ancient city of Thebes. The past grandeur of the city of Thebes and its temple can be seen from the ruins that still remain. The size of the people in the picture shows the vast scale of the temple. While this enormous temple was still in use, God told the prophet Ezekiel, I will inflict punishment on Thebes and cut off the hordes of Thebes and Thebes will be taken by storm. Ezekiel 30 verses 14 to 16. This prediction about Thebes was finally fulfilled in the first century BC when it was besieged by Ptolemy Lathyrus, the grandfather of Cleopatra. For three years it defied the efforts of the besiegers, but when it did eventually fall, Lathyrus levelled most of Thebes to the ground. The city eventually continued as several hamlets, and the picture shows one of them, known today as Luxor. The population of the area was dramatically reduced. The hordes were indeed cut off, as Ezekiel predicted. So, Thebes would suffer an attack from a large force and the population would be cut off. Another city, Memphis. There are two interesting predictions about Memphis. Memphis will be laid waste and lie in ruins without inhabitant, we read in Jeremiah 46 verse 19. And the picture on the screen shows how literally this has been fulfilled. The second prediction is even more detailed. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will destroy the idols and put an end to the images in Memphis. Ezekiel 30 verse 13. As you will see from the picture, very little of Memphis or its temples still stand. And this is confirmed by what the website EgyptologyOnline.com has to say about Memphis. There is little left of Memphis today, at least that can be seen, 
Originally, the city had many fine temples, palaces and gardens. But today, other than the scattered ruins, most of the city is gone or lies beneath cultivated fields. By contrast, we have already seen that extensive remains of the temple at Thebes have been found. Temple ruins also exist elsewhere in Egypt. So the detailed prediction was absolutely right about the destruction of the idols in the temple at Memphis. So we've seen that Memphis would be totally demolished, the objects of worship would be completely destroyed. Well, what about the decline of Egypt as a superpower? And despite being a superpower for many centuries, the decline of Egypt was clearly foretold. The prophet Ezekiel said of the nation, There they will be a lowly kingdom. It will be the lowliest of kingdoms and will never again exalt itself above other nations. I will make it so weak that it will never again rule over the nations. Ezekiel 29 verses 14 and 15. The power of Egypt has declined gradually. The sun has set on the mighty Egyptian nation of old, and the Arabs conquered the country in the 6th century AD. After that, the country declined rapidly, and since then it has been dominated by many other powers. And it is only in recent times that Egypt has got back its sovereignty, but it is not the dominant player on the world scene that it used to be. Ezekiel was 100% correct. Egypt did decline from its superpower status and has been dominated by other powers for many centuries. Egypt would become a lowly nation. It would not dominate other nations anymore. Well, there are other Middle East nations and cities which are also mentioned in the Bible. Although most predictions in the Bible relate to the Jews, there are some interesting prophecies relating to other nations. Consider the Edomites. One of the neighbours of the ancient Israelites was Edom. It was occupied, or it has occupied, some of the land we now know as Jordan. The picture shows one of the best monuments of the ancient city of Petra. Petra was a market town or a market city of the Edomites, it was on the main trade routes, making it a very prosperous city. It was about AD 106 that the trade routes actually changed, and the city, along with Edom itself, became desolate. This is just as Ezekiel predicted later in the same chapter. I will make Mount Seir a desolate waste and cut off from it all who come and go. Ezekiel 35 verse 7. The prophet Ezekiel refers to Edom as Mount Seir because that is the area where they lived. And the land of the Edomites would become desolate. The decline would be caused by the disappearance of passing traders. Consider the Ammonites. The Ammonites were also neighbours of the ancient, ancient Israelites. And they were to the north of the Edomites, whom we have just looked at. And this is what the prophet Ezekiel said about them. Son of man, set your face against the Ammonites and prophesy against them. I will stretch out my hand against you and give you as plunder to the nations. I will cut you off from the peoples and I will cause you to perish from the countries. Ezekiel 25 
verses 2 and 7. The absence of the Ammonites from modern maps confirms the accuracy of these predictions. The Ammonites ceased to exist as a separate nation when they were absorbed by the Arabs after the 2nd century BC. The capital of the Ammonites was in the same site as part of the capital of Jordan. Its name, Amman, is a reminder of the extinct Ammonites. And so, the prophecy said the Ammonites would dis disappear as a nation, as a separate nation. Well, in summary, in the first half of this session, we saw that the Old Testament prophet Daniel predicted four consecutive superpowers, starting with Babylon. The successive empires each overthrowing the previous one, Rome, the fourth superpower, was not to be conquered by another. The Roman Empire would fragment and become many nations. And we could ask, how did Daniel know that there would be four successive empires? Why not three or five? And how did he know that the fourth would not be, be followed by a fifth? Furthermore, how did he know that the fourth empire would fragment? It would have just it could have just declined in the same way that Egypt did. We then looked at what the Bible prophets said about the two ancient cities of Thebes and Memphis. Thebes would have a violent end and its large population would go. Memphis would be a total ruin without any population, and there would be no temple remains. Again, we could ask, how did the Bible prophets know which prediction to attach to which city? If the predictions had been reversed, would they have been wrong? Finally, in this presentation, we looked at what the Bible prophets predicted about the Egyptians, the Edomites and the Ammonites. Egypt would become a lowly nation and not dominate uh, other nations again. Edom would become desolate, its de decline caused by dis the disappearance of passing traders. And Ammon would disappear as if, and if any of the predictions had been switched around, they would have been wrong. We could ask again, how did the Bible prophets know which prediction to attach to which nation? At the time of writing, Egypt was a superpower like Babylon. It could have been overthrown and replaced by other superpowers like Babylon was. Once more, we see the Bible prophets choosing the correct prediction for each nation and city. Now, one or two correct predictions could be lucky guesses, but the Bible appears to be getting it right every time, and this would imply that there is more than chance involved. Well, thank you for joining us today. In the next seminar, we will continue with part two with the remarkable predictions concerning Israel and the Jewish people. I'll now hand you back to our chairman. Thank you. Thank you.